We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Six o'clock, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley is behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop aboard on this Wednesday night, a lot to talk about, a lot to talk to you guys about. we got some great guests coming up. It is a, uh, it's a Wingo Wednesday. Trey Wingo joins the show at 8 p.m. tonight. Jack Fritz will join the show later on for a hot stove chicken. The Trey Turner rumors and the Phillies rumors are starting to heat up. We'll get to a Sixers game coming up in a little bit against the Cavs. Big game in the Eastern Conference. So a lot to hit on tonight. But I want to start with something that, that just it drives me crazy. And we've been doing it since last year. And we're doing it again this year. Now, at least last year, there was at least some evidence on the other side of this. There was some, you know, reason to debate on the other side. I I got it a little bit last year. Now, I I believed that we were dealing with someone who was smart and who knew what he was doing, was kind of undermanned last year, and I gained the benefit of the doubt. A lot of people didn't want to. That's fine. And there's been a negative feeling or thought around this particular member of the Eagles for a while now. But what doesn't add up to me now, 2022, with the Eagles at 10-1, and 1, is that the, the, the facts do not back it up. And what I'm talking about, of course, is the Jonathan, Gander, uh, Jonathan Gannon criticism that is out there and continues to be out there. Let me just put it as bluntly as I can. Jonathan Gannon is a good defensive coordinator. Period. Jonathan Gannon is a good defensive coordinator. The Eagles' defense is in good hands with Jonathan Gannon. I don't worry about this defense on a week-to-week basis. It seems like so many people do. Every show I'm listening on WIP, Jonathan Gannon, Jonathan Gannon, the defense, you know, this and that, run, rushing the defense, all that. Here are the facts about the Eagles' defense, okay? Here are the facts. The, number, the Eagles are number two in the NFL in yards per play allowed. Number two at 4.8 yards per play. You know who number one is? The San Francisco 49ers at 4.7. The defense that everyone is gushing over, and I respect their defense with D'Amico Ryans, right? Everyone's like, yeah, D'Amico Ryans, look how great he is as defensive coordinator. Oh, I wish we had D'Amico Ryans. 4.7 yards per play, his defense gives up. The Eagles get up 4.8. I mean, like, think about that difference for a second. It's almost identical. The Eagles are the number two defense in the National Football League in yards per play allowed. Only behind the San Francisco 49ers, number two. In points allowed, the Eagles are number nine. They are a top 10 unit in the NFL in points allowed per game. Less than 20 points per game allowed. 19.6. Okay, In a league right now where scoring is in the 20s. Now, scoring is a little bit down this year compared to a couple years ago. But scoring is still over 20 points per game. This is an above average 
It's a top 10 defense in the National Football League right now by points. It's top five defense by yards per play allowed. Okay, and then let's go to the big plays, splash plays, game-changing plays. The Eagles have forced 23 turnovers in 11 games. That's an average of more than two turnovers forced per game. I mean, they're pacing to to, to take take the ball away nearly 40 times this season from the opponent. You got to go back through Eagles history to find, and you're not going to have a long list of teams that took the ball away 40 times or more. I'm telling you, the list can't be that high. I mean, how many Eagles defenses did that? Now, I know there's an extra game now, and we'll see if they actually get to that number. There are 23 over 11 games. But they're taking the ball away left and right. And for as, as much as the offense has done this year, and the offense has done a lot, think about how many short fields they've given the offense. How many easy touchdowns they've given the offense because they take the football away. I mean, you go to the game a couple weeks ago against the Washington Commanders, where I didn't think the offense played well at all. Those turnovers, and they only scored you know one legitimate drive. They had turnovers deep in, the, in their own territory that they, they took the ball away, where the Eagles were set up for an easy touchdown because of Jonathan Gannon's defense. Yes, did they, did they play their best football this past Sunday night against the Packers? They didn't. They didn't play their best football. I mean, Watson had that big touchdown at the end to make it look even worse. But, I mean, the reality is they gave over 30 points. They shouldn't have to a Packers offense that had averaged, you know, a little bit around 20 the entire season. They had, they had a tougher night. But let's not forget, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, in Indianapolis, the Eagles' defense was the reason they won that football game. They kept them in it as the offense did nothing Drive after drive after drive until the fourth quarter when Jalen Hurst took over and they won the game. But the defense is the reason that Hurts had a chance in the fourth quarter of that game. 215-592-9494. I'm not sure what Jonathan Gannon has to do to just – I'm not asking anyone to put him in the Hall of Fame. I'm just – I'm saying it as simply as I possibly can. He is a good defensive coordinator. Agree or disagree with that statement? 215-592-9494. I believe he's good. Number two in yards per play allowed this year. Top 10 in points allowed per game. They are second – how about this number? The Eagles are second in the NFL in passing yards allowed per game. Okay, how do you how do you get killed in the NFL? You get killed in the NFL by the other team throwing the ball over your head. By, by a passing attack. That, that's how you lose in the NFL. I said it after the Washington game. You don't lose in the NFL by giving up the running, running yards. You, you don't, rushing yards. If you have a good team, right, in, in the context of your team, if you have a, a good, competent offense on your side, you're not going to lose by giving up rushing yards. If the other team could throw on you and put up 40, yeah, you could lose then. You're not going to lose by getting run on a little bit. The Eagles have allowed only 183 Passing yards per game. It's second best in the NFL. That's a remarkable number. It, it really is. And, and, and considering the fact they've been up in a lot of games. So when you think about it like that, like, all right, well, they've been up. Teams have to throw on them late to come and try to come back. Less than 200 passing yards per game. That's really good in the modern NFL. They're number two there. 23 takeaways. They're top half of the league on third down. And, you know, they had the one really, really, really bad night on third down against the Commanders. You take that out, I bet they're probably top seven or eight on third down this year in the NFL. This guy's a good coordinator. 215-592-9494. And one last thing on this, because I I do think it's important to note this. Look at the trend around the NFL. Look at how defenses are playing around the NFL. I'm not sure if you want to call Jonathan Gannon a trendsetter. Or just the fact that he is on the correct curve here. Defenses are playing how the Eagles play defense. 
not blitzing very often, playing the safeties back, not getting beat over the top, no big plays. You want to you want to have 10 play drives, you try to beat us that way, go for it. You want to run the football a little bit on us, you go for it. But you're not going to beat us over the top. Have you noticed that's the way teams are playing defense now in the NFL, the shell coverage? I you know, I I'm not going to sit here and say Jonathan again and set the trend, but he certainly is on the correct curve of where defenses are going in the NFL. He saw this and he's he's putting it in here in Philadelphia, put it in last year. It reminds me a little bit of, you know, when Andy Reid first got here to Philadelphia, what did he start doing? Throwing the ball over the place. And at that point, balance in the NFL was way more of a thing. You know, teams were still drafting running backs in the top five. The Eagles decided they were going to throw the ball 55 60% of the time because Andy Reid kind of saw the future of the league, which was the short passing game, the screen game, the pass game over the run game. And, and then, you know, within the next few years, basically everyone was playing like that, at least philosophically. It's happening again. This time it's Jonathan again. And this is the way defenses are playing right now in the NFL. And as long as these big-time quarterbacks are running around like Mahomes and Josh Allen and Joe Burrow, that's the way defenses are going to play. They're not going to get beat over the top by these quarterbacks. They're going to force everything underneath. The Eagles, they're, they're setting a trend with Jonathan Gannon. And then as far as the other night goes, yeah, it's too many points to allow to the Packers, but let's not forget, and Nick Sirianni certainly didn't after the game, Jonathan Gannon, well, listen, Sirianni asked, are you disappointed in the defense? Listen to what he had to say, and he's right. The defense was set up to fail a little bit by the special teams and, and Sirianni's offense on, on Sunday night. It, it was what I was more upset with. It was the the position that we were putting the defense in. Now we got to stop them and, and create, you know, four point plays down there on third down in the red zone. Um, Rogers made a really good play to to Aaron Jones uh, on that scramble. I don't know. I don't know if that was third down or not. That you guys could help me out with that. It was second and twenty. Yeah. So he got him out of a out of a bind right there. But um, I, that's what I was more disappointed in. More disappointed. Excuse me. In his offense. More disappointed himself when he went for the fourth down they didn't get in the first quarter of that game. More disappointed especially, which is it's absolutely true. I mean, how many of those drives were on the 40-yard line? And then the return game for the Packers, 35, 40, 42-yard line. I don't care who you have on defense. If you're going up against Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon and you're giving them the football and Christian Watson and you're giving them the ball on the 40-yard line, the other team's going to score. That, that It's the NFL. All you have to do is get 30, 35 yards and you're about to score a point. You're in field goal range at least at that point. So I, I don't look at Sunday as a disaster. Was it their best game? No. They did, did give up one really, really big play to Watson, and that has to be corrected. But I don't. I, I think they were hung out to dry a little bit. 215-592-9494. I believe Jonathan Gannon is a good defensive coordinator. Agree or disagree? Tucker, what are you thinking? I think he's fine. I mean, I'm not at the front of the Jonathan Gannon parade like you are, you know, banging the, the drum for him to be – greatest coordinator and have a statue bet out inside of Lincoln Financial Field, but I just don't understand why last year, the entire season, when we criticized Jonathan Gannon, we were told it was unfair, right? It wasn't fair to Jonathan Gannon because he didn't have the talent, and it wasn't his fault that that defense underachieved, right? And this season, when he has four pro bowlers, five pro bowlers, maybe six pro bowlers, playing on that defense right now, it's all Jonathan Gannon, right? Jonathan Gannon is the reason why this scheme works. I think right now what Jonathan Gannon and what this defense has done is a product of the talent on the field, right? Like, this defense works because you have two Pro Bowl cornerbacks right now. This defense works because TJ Edwards is having a breakout season and Hassan Reddick has come as advertised. This defense works because Jordan Davis was an absolute monster to start the season, and when he went down, they didn't say, hey, Jonathan Gannon, fix this. They said, don't worry, we'll go find you 700 pounds of defensive tackle so you don't have to alter your scheme. I think Jonathan Gannon's fine. I think what he's doing 
it, it is okay, but if he left in the offseason, if he went and got a head coaching job in Denver or Houston or wherever it may be, I'm not worried. I, I think the Eagles would be perfectly fine. Like I'm more worried about losing guys like James Bradbury and Marcus Epps in free agency than I would be losing Jonathan Gannon to another coaching job. Yeah, and I think that's that's fair. Um, and he certainly didn't have the, enough players last year, and this year he has players. But I don't know what, what the guy has to do to get people to, to say he's good. I, again, I'm not saying he's great. I'm not saying he's Buddy Ryan or he's going to the Hall of Fame one day or, or he's going to be a, this great, 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 great defensive mind. But he's good. They've given him players, and there's been results. Like, they're not middle of the pack in these categories. They're top 10 in a lot of these categories. Isn't that what we hope for? All right, Howie Roseman went out and got him players. They were 15th, 20th in a lot of categories last year. Can he get them to, to a good level? I mean, again, they're second in the NFL in yards per play allowed. That's a pretty significant statistic. They are top 10 in points. Whatever stat you want to use, they're probably pretty high. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop in. I believe Jonathan Gannon is a good defensive coordinator. Do you? Let's talk about this on WIP. Jay is up. What's up, Jay? Hey, how's it going, man? Good, Jay. What are you thinking? Well, you know, uh, I got to go on the other side of this. You know, it's frustrating watching Gannon not make adjustments in the game. I mean, I know in hindsight you can kind of look back at those numbers that you threw out. But while while I'm watching those games, as I'm watching them, what's going through my mind at the time I'm watching them, forget your numbers, because while I'm watching the game, I'm not thinking about your first top ten numbers. I'm looking at this man watching uh, Gibson and all those guys from Washington run down the field, and he's not making his defense uh, say, okay, guys, I got some great guys here. I want you to become uh, 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 great guys right now. I, I picked you up. I brought you on the team. Now it, it, here's the time I need you to really make some noise. I don't get the feeling that Gannon allows his great individual talents to be individual talents except for the secondary. So that, that defensive line, if you watch it a lot of times, they're spread out. They have all these gaps. And he never closes them. And what that does, those numbers that you talk about, yeah, he doesn't give up anything because they get to run down the field and burn off about eight or nine minutes. We're just lucky enough to have a, a, a good enough offensive team to counter that. But when the playoffs come, that's going to be a different animal. Well, you we'll know? see. But, but Jay, I, I think you should, as a coordinator on defense, you should play to your offense, right? It, it's complementary football. Like, I, I don't see why he should change this. It works. They're 10-1. and one. Yeah, but it, you know what? And I, I'll say this. It's worked in hindsight, but, again, in real time while I'm watching the game, my mind goes to what is this defensive coordinator doing? You know, uh, we should have beat Washington. You know, but he's he's – he didn't make adjustments. He didn't say, uh, Fletcher Cox, you know what, go make a play. You know, uh, 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 Reddit, you guys, you know, you, you go after him. Just send a message every so often. He doesn't do that. He just sits back, lets them dink and dunk down the field, and that's probably why they have that second-best uh, percentage that you talked about because, yeah, they give up everything underneath, you know, so they're not getting beat over the top. But that's, that's frustrating watching that. So yeah, and I, I, I listen, Jay. I understand your point, and and it and, and last year I was frustrated. I mean, the playoff playoff game against Tampa, Jay. I appreciate it, man. But I, here's what frustrates me or makes me excited: results. And the results are they win. The results are the defense performs over the course of the full game well enough. 
you know, I think part of this, it's a theory of mine, is we can't get past the old days of defense. We can't. We can't get past the Buddy Ryan days, the Jim Johnson days. Those days are over. It's it, it's it's over. Buddy Ryan defense isn't coming back to the NFL. It is over. You cannot blitz at a high level in the NFL and succeed. These quarterbacks are too good. These coordinators are too good. And these receivers are too good. You blitz, they will find the open guy, and you will give up 60-yard touchdowns. All for the name of being aggressive. You know what I want? I want stop the other team scoring points. And the Eagles do that at a, at a pretty high level. I want to win the game. And as far as adjustments goes, I, I I disagree with that. Now, he may not adjust quick enough for you. You you may want him to adjust after the first quarter. The Eagles have only allowed 8.5 points per game after halftime this season. It's top 10 in the NFL. I think they're they're I mean, just do the math. If they're going up 19.6 a game, they're they're worse defensively in the first half of games. What is that? 11.1 or so? 11 about 11 points per game in the first half, 8 in the second half. They're better on defense in the second half of these games. So he's obviously doing something at, at, at halftime. He is adjusting. Now, maybe it's not happening as quick enough for, for, for you to like, but I, I don't even know what that means, send a message. Like, is, does that mean blitz? What, do, what does that mean? Do you think he explicitly told Fletcher Cox not to make a play? Listen, buddy, you don't make a play. You just stand there and watch. I, you I, better not get anywhere near that running back. I really think a lot of the reason why Jonathan Gannon is not liked in Philadelphia is because he's perceived to be passive while the great coordinators here in the past have been aggressive. We had the same conversation about Jim Schwartz. His defense worked, too, for a lot of years. And you know what? They won a Super Bowl. Now, in that Super Bowl, they got torched. But in the title game and the game before that, you know, division round against the Falcons, his defense was outrageous. I mean, this guy's a good coordinator, and I, and I can't get past that the strategy, right? The, the We're going to allow the run. We're going to play the deep pass. We're not going to get beat over the top. This is now becoming the predominant defense in the NFL. This is what teams do. You know, if, if the Eagles were doing something and nobody else was doing it, well, we'd either, either have a genius or an idiot here. right? That, that would be it. But they're doing something that's becoming what everyone is doing, which tells me they're onto something, which tells me Gannon is onto a strategy here. Now, the strategy, as Tucker said, might be dependent on the players. It might be a sound strategy. If you have bad players, it's not going to work as great. You have good players, it's going to work fine enough. And that might be who he is. You know, I, I don't, I'm not saying we have the next, you know, whoever you want to say, Wade Phillips or T- Todd Bowles, bad head coach, but a good coordinator, whoever. You know, whoever you want to say is a great defense coordinator over the years, Buddy Ryan. I'm not saying he's that, but the guy's a good coordinator. I, I don't know how you could have number two ranks, number three ranks, number one ranks, top ten ranks. Like, yeah, they have talent on this defense, but... I mean, they're not just doing it. He's not sitting there with his arms crossed. This is his strategy, and the players are playing well within it. Kevin is in Overbrook. What's up, Kevin? Hey, how are you? Good, Kevin. What's up? All right, so would you agree that it's a passing league now? Uh, yes. Okay. I want you to verbally, out loud, name every quarterback this year the Eagles have played. Uh, okay, let's go through the schedule. They have played Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. They have played Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. They played Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. They played Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott. Nope. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Excuse me. Cooper Rush. I had the Cowboys in my head. Cooper Rush. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. Davis Mills. Mm-hmm. Uh, was after Davis Mills. The uh, t- Taylor Heineke. Okay. Uh, and then we went and played Matt Ryan and Aaron Rodgers. So now, you just named every quarterback. Mm-hmm. Only one of those quarterbacks, if the season ended today, is making the playoffs. Uh, Heineke? Nope. Yes, they're in the playoffs. 
All right, so. And so is Kirk Cousins. Cousins. So is Kirk okay. Cousins. So you named a bunch of quarterbacks who on good teams would be backups. Aaron Rodgers and, and Kirk Cousins are the only two legitimate starters there. Well, Kyler Murray's a legitimate NFL starter. Come on. Okay, all right. Well, all right. And Rick, so is Trevor, so is Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is a starter. All right, but what is Jacksonville doing? So you have a team that you're saying defensively that has a good defensive coordinator. Yeah. When, when they were 2-5 and five last year, he gave up 80% to, to elite quarterbacks. He hasn't played in the league. He played one elite quarterback this year. But what is he? What? Spo- what, what, what is? But what is he supposed to do about that? Okay, you can't do nothing about your schedule. But at the same time, your competition is your competition. So don't make it seem like he's the next coming of the next defensive coordinator when the competition is less than the Eagles should be playing. But it's not well, less than they should be playing. Are, it's not less than they should be playing. It's the NFL. Like how they made the playoffs last year and they got the second easiest schedule in the league. First of all, this, first of all, it's not. That was coming into no, no, no. That was coming into the year, Kevin. Their schedule so to the year. They have the second easiest schedule in the, in the league. But things change. The but they're they're in a division right now that might send four teams to the playoffs. Okay, but that's, you're talking about the division. But the Eagles realistically may have one or two losses left on their schedule because the rest of the teams aren't up to snuff. You know, come on. You can't say the Eagles are playing good competition. You can't who is okay, Kevin? Who is the no Niners? Do you think but, the but Ni- this, Do you think the Niners have the best defense? I think the Niners have the, a better team. Do you want Do you want me to read to you the quarterbacks the Niners have beaten this year? Sure. Okay, I, I'll go get it because the the Niners have beaten nobody, nobody this season. And when they played a good quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, he could put up forty four points on them. Okay, but have the Eagles played anybody like a Patrick Mahomes? No, no, but the, the point okay, is, so but, the, but the, wait, 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 wait a second. The, you said the Niners, you think are the best defense, and right now they're ranked number one. They haven't played anybody either. And when they played no, one no, guy, they got no, torched. Actually, if you want to go rankings, Dallas has the number one ranking defense because go by points, not yards. Okay, Dallas, the 49ers, are, they're obviously both really good defenses, right? But how many great quarterbacks are in the NFL to play is my question. In the AFC? No, no, in the league. No, in the league, you got Mahomes, you got Josh Allen. I mean, if you want to consider uh, Lamar Jackson a great quarterback, which I don't, but a lot of people do. So, but okay, I don't. Well, I'm with you. So, there's two. You want to maybe Burrow in there? Three? Like th- this is a wh- this is not really a problem because the, there's the, the, we're talking about a thing like, oh, when are they going to play a great quarterback, Kevin? The Super Bowl? The playoffs? The no. Playoffs. What playoffs? In the NFC? Who's the great quarterback they're going to play in the NFC playoffs? Okay. Jimmy G? If, no, no. If, if everything goes according to plan, they will even play the second because the Eagles won't get the bye. Right. So they're going to play the four or five matchup, which is going to be Dallas and Tampa Bay. So, okay, is, is, so Bra- is, Brady, is, is Brady still a great quarterback? Come playoff time, you want to play Brady in the playoffs? I, I would love to play the Bucs. That team stinks. Okay, so you would rather play Brady in the playoffs? The, the team After, stinks. If, if they beat Dallas, which means they have momentum. They're five and six. Okay, so so the last... Four Super Bowl winners were seven and four after after eleven games. But, five, but, five, but Kevin, five and six. I and I get your point. I appreciate it. Appreciate your phone call as always. But five and six and seven and four is different. We're having this this whole thing about these great quarterbacks. Where are they? I don't believe the Eagles will see a great quarterback until the Super Bowl. So if you're sitting here on November 30th worried about the Super Bowl, that's a pretty good thing to worry about. I'm not, well, how will Jonathan Gannon do in the Super Bowl? I don't know. We'll find out when we get there. 
But there's like, the, like oh, around the corner, here come all these great quarterbacks. Really? Here comes Ryan Tannehill and then Daniel Jones or Justin Fields, right? Like, and then Dak was good. And then we're talking about Andy Dalton and Daniel Jones. And then what's the playoffs? Jimmy Garoppolo and Dak Prescott? There's not a great quarterback they're going to see until the Super Bowl. So, like, I can't worry about this stuff with Jonathan Gannon. 215-592-9494. They are taking down the competition that they have in front of them. They are number two in yards per play allowed. Jonathan Gannon is a good defensive coordinator. Agree or disagree? I, I just I can't believe how much we need to pick a guy who's number two in yards per play allowed, number nine in points allowed per game this season in the NFL. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop in on Sports Radio 94 WIP. FanDuel uh, football season underway. So now the perfect time to download FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Sign up, promo code Gilio. Look, FanDuel is all your fair bets. Money line, points, spreads, player props. And with live betting, you get updated odds on games that have already started. All an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. I love the FanDuel app. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. So sign up today. Promo code Gilio for your no sweat first. That's promo code G-I-G-L-I-O. Make every moment more of this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.